Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. I love gizmos. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. 217-629-7970 get you on the air for any tech issues, problems, questions you have in the world of technology with Bowl from BLH. How are we doing, sir? Pretty good, and welcome back, Doc. Thank you. Good to be back. It feels weird. Felt weird driving in here yeah. and sitting in the studio and because I haven't done it in, in over three weeks. Um, so actually, I guess basically a month ago I was back, so it's nice. Enjoyed the vacation. Uh, saw some neat uh, and I've talked about this in the past when I've gotten back from these trips. Neat technology, because uh, it's Disney. They have yeah, the gobs most of money that can do yeah, it. Technology. Um, one of the uh, the rides that uh, rode on is called Toy Story Mania. You get in a little car, you and, and uh, somebody else sits next to you, and there's a little gun mount on the thing. Put on 3D glasses, and then it, it's this basically windy, curvy track. And then there's screens that each area is... It's all 3D and virtual, but you're like you're shooting, throwing rings at the aliens, or you're That's throwing cool. pies at, at things or whatever. Uh, but as we're standing in line waiting, I can see the console for the control console. Yeah. It tells me where every. I was looking at this thing, and it, it was super neat. I could see where every car was along the thing. Even I don't I think it maybe even told the score underneath it, which why they needed to track that. But whatever. Just to make sure you're not cheating, I guess. <laughs> Um, showed where every car was along the track, and then below it showed where every employee who was assigned to that particular ride were assigned, like in line or, or helping navigate people, whatever. I mean, it was it was down to the science of, of like knowing. even the employees had some kind of like device on them. I don't so know. That I they couldn't could tell if it was verified. tracking or if it was just the because I, I noticed as we stood in line on, on different things, employees would come up with a small sheet of paper, would hand it to be it say a supervisor on that ride and then it would i think what that was is they were checking in and it said where they were assigned to That's uh, cool. so I, I i think that may have been a back-end piece but but as we again as we stood in these lines and looked at that that's one of the big things that i um always looked for was okay the, what's the, the technology stuff, yeah, yeah what what how are they making this thing work uh a couple rides we got stuck on for a few minutes at a time when they're loading people with with um, uh, handicap accessible things like that they have to stop the ride and so then i start looking at okay how are they doing this or how are they doing that uh, a couple one of the rides we got to ride on the day after it opened um, if you've seen the movie ratatouille yep um, oh, with yeah. the little rat they they premiered yep. a ride <laughs> in epcot that uh, uh you put 3d glasses on basically you're running around this whole thing just like you're a mouse Part of it is on giant 60-foot screens. Other pieces are um, – there's giant props around you, but it's trackless. That's the, cool. The cars move. Wow. I mean, it's all predetermined where they're going, but there's no track. I'm sure there's some kind of, like, magnetic that keeps it in line Sensors to tell yeah. it where to go for sure. Hi, you're on Computers Internet, BLH Computers. Yes. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Um, we have a three-year-old laptop computer, and the screen cracked. And it's an HP model. Do you guys repair the screens or replace the screens? Or Yeah, we definitely replace them. Um, if it's a three-year-old model, we just have to order the part for it so we can look up the part whenever I get back to the shop. We're open until 6 p.m. today, so you could bring it out to us anytime. And, yeah, we can look up the part and get it ordered and replaced for you. 
Oh, and, and and how long do you think, you know, with shipping and everything these days, how long do you think something like that would take? We usually tell people three to five business days. That's how long uh, stuff typically takes to ship. But, uh yeah, with the uh, holidays coming up and some of the cutbacks that USPS has recently gotten, um, shipping could take a little bit longer. And Unfortunately, we're just at the mercy of postage. And I believe some displays are still slow in being made, too. So yeah. depending – a lot of laptop displays, I've, I've fixed a handful of them over the last year, people dropping their laptops at work. Usually I got them in f- within two to three days. Yeah. Um, some, if it was – like a brand new model that was using something different in their screens seemed to take several weeks, but yeah. three years old, I'm, I think that I bet there's enough of those around it. You shouldn't have too much issue of it. BOH possibly it if the only place we could order one is anywhere overseas, that could take anywhere from a week to two months for the part to be delivered. So we usually don't offer international orders. So we'll yeah. just have to see what model of your laptop is check to see if we can get a part ordered for it and get it replaced for you. Uh, and the and, uh, last question is, for the cost of replacing one, would it be better to buy a new computer? I mean, we will definitely tell you that if we notice your computer. Like, if it's the processor in it is junk, yeah, we'll tell you you're going to put $100 into this. We would recommend putting that into something that's going to last a little bit longer. Um, yeah, we can definitely check that when you bring it in. Okay, uh, one last question. What do you think this would cost? Uh, we usually charge $50 for the labor to replace it. If it is like a touchscreen, all-in-one, a lot of the times that can go up to $100 for the labor and then whatever the price of the part is. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, th- well, thank you. Have a nice day. Thanks. You too. Thank you. And and that's that's one of the things that I've seen a lot more in, in work over the last – once everybody went remote, Yeah. people who weren't used to working on laptops at home um, – they're we're, fragile. Yeah. We're not yeah. careful. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're a lot more fragile than you think from, they are. They would, and and if people worked at a, if they had a, a desk at home, you didn't seem to hear that as much. But if they were working yep. from their couch, from their kitchen table, when you run cords, when you're in those kind of places, you usually have them somewhere strung across the floor. Yep. The odds of you tripping over them are much, yeah, much more. That is one of or, the most common parts that gets physically damaged in a laptop is if you get caught on the cord and it rips the power jack out or breaks the cord itself yep Um, i mean i'm not perfect either i've definitely in my college days woken up with my laptop at my feet and opened it up and my screen's cracked because i accidentally kicked it while i slept and you know well sometimes you have the animals too yeah you know jumping up they might jump up on the keyboard and knock it off and knock water (laughs) into it Uh, yeah exactly yeah so it's and and i've seen i mean anymore though especially and i'm mostly working with dells and i know you guys work yeah. with dells and others they've made it so easy to swap those screens out yeah. it used to be so much of a pain it is very very easy now if yeah. you make sure you get the right one it takes no time to do it because the, the plastic housing for the screen comes off and then it's four to six screws that's it yeah. and then it just pl- the wire plugs in hi you're on computers internet boh computers going on i got a quick question for you guys i uh i took in a uh a mobile hard drive for you guys and you guys do excellent work but you're unable to uh, recover the data i think the uh, micro usb was attached to the hard drive too much my question is do you have any recommendations for uh, uh data recovery services in this area 
Um, I will have to double check with our manager. Uh, it's been a while since I've had to tell anybody about this. Um, there are two places that we would send our hard drives to if we are unable to recover the data off of them. Um, they're usually like a thousand or two dollars per drive Thanks. for you to recover that data. And I don't know exactly where they're at. So I, uh, I will say one that with with my job I've used six times now. It's uh, datarecovery.com. They actually have that is one. Yeah, they have an office. They're based out of Canada, but they actually have an office in Edwardsville. Okay. So we've always, anytime we've sent ours, that's the place it's gone to. And, and I will say just like your services bowl, when you send it down there, if they can't recover it, they'll take a look at it. They will give you a price up front. So it's not like they get it in, do the stuff and Oh yeah, we have your data and it's this much money. You didn't expect it. They will send you a quote. Once they once they look at it and say yeah. it's going to cost this much, I paid anywhere between nine hundred and about twenty four hundred dollars, depending on what. And a lot of times is okay. What do you need off this? Is it yeah. pictures? Is it the whole thing? Um, they'll get very specific, and usually their their communication is excellent. It is very okay. Here's it's re, it's been received. We're looking at it now. They send you another email saying okay, here's what we found. The cost is this, and then you approve it. And uh, I've had some in as little back as a week. Others I've had that took almost six months. Yeah. Another question. Do you know if I send that to um, and they're unable to recover the data, are they still going to charge that? No. Uh, I, I know specifically they do not. If they can't recover it, they will not charge you. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, keep up the good work. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. This computers internet boh computers bowl here today. We were talking about uh, it's a little bit easier to replace uh, the screens on yes. some newer model laptops. It was a little bit more difficult, and um, some of them are almost impossible. Uh, they're just very difficult. I think right to repair has a lot to do with that. Uh, some legislation has been put into effect, but I think it's mostly just the pressure on these companies. Uh, there was a report recently this past week that was released where last year's electronic waste equals the weight of the Great Wall of China. I saw that. I just want that's to article that that up. Yeah. That's an insane amount of electronic waste that just hopefully but these companies can start sure. getting a little bit better about right to repair and But look at the dent you guys as BOH put into that. Yep. Um, I'm assuming a you one definitely day remove event. a lot of it from landfills, yes. from the oceans. I'm assuming a one-day event somewhere today. Yep, uh, it is Springfield Township, so it is somewhere in Springfield. Um, the rules are basically the same as if you were to bring it to our shop. I know they, he thinks it's going to be very busy today, so if you are taking your electronics anywhere to recycle, just go ahead and bring them to us. We'll be open until 5 p.m. Um, we'll just need to check your license if you have any TVs or monitors. It would be the same thing as if you took it to that one-day event so just feel free to bring them out to us that should be a big collection and it's a cool day it's not raining um, yep. but uh, the guys won't be melting out there yep and hopefully uh, another thing that i was actually reading this morning uh to help with electronic waste is the uk is starting to implement um, as of 2024 they will be implementing that all electronic devices uh specifically phones and uh, tablets will need usb-c chargers so they're trying to make them a lot more universal, try and make mm -hmm. chargers spread out between multiple devices. You know Apple will fight that, but the yep. UK, yeah. the they are super strong in their they're stuff. They're huge, and yeah, they if they enforce this, uh, Apple will have no choice but yep. to either play ball or and forego a huge chunk of their market. Sure, and, and the UK, and, and compared to the United States, 
laws with that kind of stuff. The UK put some major teeth in yeah. theirs, and, yep. and companies have paid millions and billions of dollars to in, play ball with them. In, yep, in yep. fines. Whereas the U.S., oh yeah, well we'll just no. The U.K. doesn't screw around, and that's like when you go to any website now, that, especially if you've not been there, you get that whole bar about cookies and yep. all that. That's all thanks to the U.K. Because you need it doesn't because you can access uh, international websites from the U.S. So if you're going to implement something through the U.K., it, it's basically implemented yep. worldwide. It's, yeah, it's easy to do it worldwide. Yep. Uh, speaking of the uh, um, Apple and USB-C, I don't know if you saw it, um, a gentleman by the name of Ken. Uh, Pen- Pinelli or Peniel, I'm sorry, uh, yeah. installed the component, uh, a USB-C charger, onto an iPhone X. Very nice. But he did it with, uh, um, he reverse engineered the connector, and then did uh, he? And again, he's a regular person is not going to come up with this. He used a robot and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, to get as this to say done. how he got past the uh, Apple's got serialization for all of their parts. He basically in the linked 10, that so. into the pre, into the Lightning port. Kind of weird, but yeah. Oh, uh, so okay, I can. He didn't necessarily change the part out. He just kind of adjusted it. So, yeah, it, it's there's a whole video out there, <laughs> um, but. Uh, um, he designed and ordered a flexible PCB, a key component to enable the port switch to occur, and he uh, um, was trying to do it, but then, yeah, it was much much rougher. So there's a whole video out there and, and, a, and a long deal, but it, it's he spent a lot of time on it. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BLH Computers. Good morning. Do you uh, fix cracked iPhone screens? Yeah, it depends on what model. Do you know what model it is? Uh, I believe it's 12. No, unfortunately, that is not one that we offer repair on. Um, that should be under warranty, I believe. So I would check going through like okay. Apple Care or somewhere like that. So, so if I have Apple Care, they should replace that. I believe so. Um, it's okay. definitely worth. That's the first avenue I would check. Great. What is the highest model that you would would fix? Uh, I think ours is an eight. Actually, we don't go too terribly high. Um, okay. Some of the later models, you lose like the that don't have the. Uh, fingerprint sensor we can't replace the screens on those because they're serialized Um, if they're sealed we're not able to seal them fully apple just makes it very difficult to repair that's that's all on that company yeah okay great thank you thank you thank you very much for the phone call and and that's something you got to be care of is i see even ads on facebook marketplace now we'll fix your iphone screen well yeah, if it's an old one, we, they, you probably can. But I mean, when they're touting they can do the brand new ones. I'm like, well, one, most people I would hope have gotten Apple Care because people aren't easy on their phones. And two, and these things are thousands of dollars. Yep, at this point. If they <laughs> screw it up, are they warranting their work if they brick your phone or things don't work? Or they just, well, too bad, it's Apple. Yep. So you can lose like the proximity sensor. So when you put your phone to your face, it doesn't turn off your screen. So you dial or hang up or. Yep. Yeah. Maybe maybe more with this right to repair. Maybe we can yep. get it pushed a little bit more, and that way, you guys can actually repair, be able to repair. Yeah, it. we could have parts that would be able to fit these without any issues. There wouldn't be the serialization issues with them. Um, being able to seal any ones that it would be like waterproofing. That is, a, I think that would be a machine that we would have to purchase at that point to yeah, make sure that they're fully sealed. That is, uh, and there's some other stuff inside there. That, yeah, that makes that that waterproof, yeah. but um, or water resistant. It's yes. not waterproof. Yes. Yeah. A very particular <laughs> wording there. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy for any tech issues, problems, questions. We, uh, um, the three of us, were talking about sodas and stuff before the show started, and as of uh, October the nineteenth. You will be able to pre-order, actually start shipping, um, I, pre-orders, and they'll, they'll ship them right at, well, 
They worded this awful. We'll <laughs> ship in December. Pre-orders start on October the 19th for the Xbox Series X mini fridge. Yeah. $100 for the mini fridge. It was uh, a while back, uh, Xbox tweeted out to show the scale of the Xbox Series X versus a full-size fridge. And then they actually made some six-foot ones they gave away as a promotion. And then they had a whole Twitter thing going on, and they decided to do mini versions. You know, honestly, I don't really care too much about that. I'm way more interested in the KFC console. Yes. That can, I think, I don't remember if it can cook or if it just warms chicken for you, but yes. it's a, there's a literal grill inside this video game console, and I'm just, <laughs> I just laugh thinking about it. That's inter- interesting. They yeah. had the KFC logs before. Last year, I don't know if you saw that. They huh. had KFC I logs had that them. smell like chicken. I, so I, they were they yep. were wood logs that you would burn. It smelled like it chicken. It smelled yes. like well. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Fried chicken's amazing. I love the smell that, of it. <laughs> you try, actually after a while you would not because when those those took off, Walmart sold them online. I bought a pair of them and they shipped them where I live. I'm too close to my post office, so all the mail goes there. I actually got a message. Oh, they looked no. up our phone. They called us said you guys have to come pick this up. It's smelling up the whole building. That is hilarious. <laughs> it reminds me when I was uh, in high school. I worked for KFC over in Jacksonville, and yeah, that my car. Was would smell like that so i'm uh, thinking about that now i don't think i would like my house to smell like kfc no uh talking about traveling and that i I flew southwest airlines they were great and they give you internet on the on the plane there Uh, starlink is now uh looks like it will is working on providing gigabit internet to yeah half a gigabit um to airlines, which man, that is some speed. Go up in the wow. air just to get faster download speed. Yeah, <laughs> than, than when you're at your house. Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets. Go, go, gadget phone. Gizmos and games. Shall we play a game? Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. 217-629-7970 for tech issues, problems, questions. Join in on the discussion with us. Bull from BOH here. Uh, this is a, a funny story that happened just here in Illinois, and, I, and the, the kid was smart and also found a way not to get in trouble doing it. Uh, a, uh, a kid who was a, a freshman in high school, this is four years ago now because it just now got he, – he pulled the prank four years later as a senior prank. Oh, boy. He port-scanned – their, his internal school network as a freshman discovered a bunch of devices that were exposed. Didn't okay. do anything, just left it alone, didn't do anything with it. Just did recognizance. Yes. <laughs> at, a, a, at senior uh, time, he was, was testing, and I'll, and I'll get to what he did here in a minute, but he was testing his his prank because he, he needed to be able to get to one projector, network projector, test it out. He, he set it so he could remote to one of the PCs in the computer lab with a front-facing camera to be able to see the projector and then test his stuff at night. Him and a few others worked on this. What they ended up doing is um, 11 a.m. April 30th, 2021, each network display, be it a projector in a classroom, TVs around campus, anywhere, displayed the Rick Astley song, Never Gonna Give You Up. That is fantastic. He rickrolled, as you you heard that term, the entire school at uh, 11 a.m. At 2 o'clock, the automated bell played that same song instead of a ringtone when they dismissed students. Uh, 
they they thought it was an interesting way to show the school, hey, you've got major vulnerabilities oh, yeah. here. They did it. Um, so what they uh, part of the the reason that they did not get disciplinary action in this is they gave the school a twenty six page report. Wow. Of all the issues they found. These are high school students? Yes. These aren't like undercover wow. FBI no. agents or <laughs> this, like, this kid. These kids and, are smart. Yeah, that's exactly. fantastic. Uh, Congratulations to them. That's amazing. They laid out the everything that needed, how it should have been fixed, what needs to be addressed, every single piece of it. Um, some were, they said, were, were very simple things and others were, would have taken some time for normal people to find out that they were, were screwed up or, or vulnerable. But yeah, they handed over the report and said, "This is how you fix it." It was like, "Okay, that was a good prank. We'll deal with it." And yeah, no. These are the reaction. white hat hackers that the school should have should reward them in and, some way. Yeah, they should honestly, hire them, not, give not them just, a job. Not just they shouldn't be punished. They should be rewarded in some way because they've exposed major vulnerabilities. Yep. Where imagine if somebody who didn't have good intentions had discovered this, you could have and had was porn able to throughout the school. Yeah, or yeah. if they were able to get uh, just access to anything else that these projectors would have had connected to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they could have gotten some serious serious stuff well and most of the time this this person took several years to set this up yeah uh, that's what like legit real dark web hackers do is they don't let you know that they're watching well, your stuff because they that always want that door it. open yep. because they can if if you're say you're stealing money or i mean even if you could be changing grades things like that you always want that so it, that door doesn't get yeah. shut but yep he he gave them all the report uh, with these couple of students that helped him and said here's how you fix it he now attends the uh, university of illinois at champaign say so he should um, have i'm assuming he should have a job science, i mean yeah. for this and you know the school should have offered him a job and hired him on for that i almost I mean, wonder if he got a scholarship to champagne or not yeah. it seems like something that they would notice he and be like that dude needs a scholarship because yeah. that's you you know very advanced uh networking and just you know regular techniques what i want to know too is why didn't their systems admin you know didn't catch this the school should have because a lot of the times that's what we're learning actually with this uh uh, the government recently created a new branch to track cryptocurrencies, and mm-hmm. they announced yesterday, I think within their first week, they have been able to identify it's like 3.5 billion cryptocurrency uh, payments for um, – sorry. For illegal <laughs> activity. Yeah, for yeah, illegal yeah. activity. Sorry, I drew a blank there. Uh, <laughs> no, I, and you're right, because that's how a lot of people, the, those even like when you see, you hear the stories in the news of a hospital, the pipelines yeah. of that when they were, were encrypted. Well, we want cryptocurrency paid. In the case of the, the pipeline one, they didn't do a good job of hiding it because the government yeah. found and basically reversed, took all that money. And that's what the the illegal hackers are learning to do is mm-hmm. be a little bit more discreet about it, and you can get more information, you can get more money. Yeah, schools and hospitals they pay the absolute minimum for security for this sort of stuff. Um, there, I there was another report I was reading about several nations over the world recently met to discuss their own cyber securities and what they can do about mm-hmm. hackings throughout the entire world and some of these nations that are doing some. Uh, pretty drastic things and if you're a if you're a school board member listening you you even are are a computer science teacher whatever at a school and you have concerns that hey maybe our stuff isn't good 
go, of course, meet with your management and that. But the, the group, one of the groups to reach out to, Department of Homeland Security, yep. has stuff in place that they will test your network. I've, I've uh, been in conferences with them showing what they offer in that. And, and it's go- government and private businesses at all levels, they will, will, if you have a network, they'll look and see if where your vulnerabilities yep. are and, and like and what it's a, needs it's a to free be brought thing. up today. It's, they don't charge you for it, but they, they work to make sure that's... It really stinks that it's almost like a game of cat and mouse where people create, uh, they do system patches and those create vulnerabilities, which they create system patches for, which create vulnerabilities. And like uh, Apple and Microsoft both this past week had a major uh, security update for the iPhones mm-hmm. and for the Windows yeah. OS. So, I mean, it's constantly, it, it's constant. Every week Microsoft comes out with some kind of major update um they're not quite the cumulative updates that just recently happened but uh i mean we're just talking about code here it's just all text if there's a way for you to talk to the computer to convince it to do what you want it to do you discovered a way to hack whatever it is well and and here's another one again of things you're like oh no that couldn't be affected well yeah it is medtronic which makes all kinds of, of medical devices uh, including insulin pumps, have a recall on the remote yeah. controller for them because they are vulnerable to hacks. I mentioned this I, last week. I say yep. we talked okay. about this last um, week sure for the security month. Because mm-hmm. they had made an announcement that was when you're not using it, if you just disable it, there should be no issues with it. I mean, it's an insulin pump. F- for someone to hack that would be incredibly personal. But, I mean, it would be incredibly, you know, that could be really, well, really you, bad for yeah, you. Yeah, you turn off yeah. the, the flow of insulin to somebody or too much, yep. uh, you could easily kill them and—, and well, there would be a trace of it. Oh, it's just something happened and too much yep. medicine. It was the machine failed. No, somebody hacked it and killed this person. Yeah, if your yeah. insulin pump fails and doesn't deliver or delivers too much, I, do you think the FBI is going to look at that and see if there needs to be checked for someone hacking it or not? At least uh, Medtronic, the company that announced that, they had announced that they hadn't had any reports of anybody hacking these things, yes. but that they did notice the security vulnerability. So, you know what, just to go ahead and... Uh, cover ourselves yep. we're just going to do a recall because if because if they knew and they let it go yep. holy lawsuit and something happened yep, yep it would be a major lawsuit uh just in a couple days uh two to be exact so monday is apple's unleashed event uh, a lot of rumors of, of what things you got to some new 14 uh, inch macbook pro supposedly coming um new ipods maybe i mean it's it's all rumors um but we'll uh, see. M1, a lot of more stuff with M1 processor. Maybe the, that new iPhone USB-C. <laughs> yep. I doubt that one. I bet uh, they'll go to the wireless charging before they go USB-C. But we'll I bet see. you're right too. Yeah. Well, and they have it on. They have that MagSafe on a lot yep. now, but it's it's not good. Yeah. Uh, they're you know, even Brian talking, complains about some yes. of his issues with it. 16 inch MacBook Pro. Um, that thing will be stupid expensive. Yep. <laughs> and uh, people will buy it. <laughs> you'll see a lot more stuff, of course, with the M1 yeah. chip. So we'll talk about it more next Saturday since the event is uh, is on Monday. But, yeah, um, we just mentioned MagSafe. Uh, one article from The Verge, a uh, gentleman writes and, and talks about it. The uh, One, how the MagSafe accessories are stupid expensive. The one that just came out, the MagSafe Duo, can't fast charge the Apple Watch Series 7. Uh, Apple has already replaced the $59 MagSafe leather wallet with a better version. So because it would the Find My 
device wasn't working well with it, I guess. Um, and if these are authentic Apple parts, they should be functioning correctly. Right, That's and they are. part They're of the reason why they serialize these parts yep. so that if you get the knockoff name brand of it, it's it, it won't function quite correctly as the official authentic Apple part and will. That's why I like my yep. Android is I have – Samsung chargers. I have a, a dual, which will do my phone and my watch at the same time. But I also buy the the high watt third party ones with legit name ones. I mean the yeah. big name stuff. And it's I don't have to worry if it's going to cause issues because the the major manufacturers share that. Yeah, it so can deliver the correct amount of power, but there's a chip inside it that says yep. nope. This doesn't have the right number attached to it, so we're going to say no. So rumor is too Apple hired a new uh, HomePod software lead. Again, just drop it. You guys are so far behind <laughs> yeah. now. Nobody cares about your HomePod because uh, no, we, know we need what's to get no. a microphone in people's houses. <laughs> yes. we need to get some kind of. Uh, they need. They probably need to just market. put a camera on and go towards televisions. Is what they but, need to do. But we promise not to share it with everyone at all, but us, and we'll send you things. Yep. Um, it's. I know it's several months <laughs> out yet. We won't share it to anyone except for who we sell it to. Exactly for big <laughs> cash. Yeah. Um, it's plenty of time until um, Christmas, but if you uh, have a PlayStation Online ID, you can sign up to to get in the random raffle to have a chance to buy PlayStation 5s because hey. they're still hard as hell to get. Yeah, they're ex- and they're extremely expensive when you are able to find them through yep. the scalpers. And I know I see a lot of people uh, get them at Best Buy when they come in for roughly – MSRP, but MSRP doesn't necessarily exist anymore. Right, it's, uh, but it's such a the headache. company box stores like that have to be very careful because if yeah. they jack the prices up oh, certain much, the companies will pull the product from their store. Well, that's fantastic. So you've got to be yeah, very careful. But yes, if you're if you have a PlayStation ID now, you can go register uh, to get in a randomized raffle, and then uh, starting in November, you'll get if you get an email saying, "Hey, you've been picked," you purchase it directly from Sony, and they'll send it to you. I've been on the lookout for my 3080 there you go. since last October. Hi, you're on Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Guys, I hate to say this, but I don't even know what a PlayStation is. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a station that you play with. I mean, yeah. it's video, a video game console. Video yeah. games. This is something we can discuss on the, on the air, can we? I mean, seriously? So anyway. Yeah, it's electronics. Uh, yeah, we we'll definitely talk uh, about video games. I am your expert. <laughs> Well, here's, here's what I need some help with today is I'm looking for a Thunderbolt 3. I'm, I'm getting a new MacBook Pro. Hopefully, they're going to come out with 14 inches this coming week. Been waiting for a year for that, dude. Um, anyway, I'd like to get a Thunderbolt 3 drive bay that will hold four uh, FSDs or the 2.5 size disc. I do have one of them that's just a regular uh, WD Black. That runs at 7,200 RPMs, but I like to get a drive day flat. Any uh, any ideas on what would be a good one to get and where to find one? Um, unfortunately, as far as the drive bay itself goes, I'm not 100% sure about um, just as far as any kind of SSD you put in there. Samsung's a fairly good name brand. I would look more towards like the NVMe drives as opposed to any of the older SATA drives. So unfortunately, okay. I can't answer your original question. Okay, so what what you'd suggest then is to move to the MVs and just get rid of the SATA ones that I've had for a couple of years that are you know probably getting long in the tooth anyway. Yeah, the NVMe drives they do last a little bit longer. They have better data transfer rates. They take up way less space. And you guys will write a note to my wife saying that hey, this is an expenditure I need to make. <laughs> um, I would call I would call Brian on that one. 
It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers, 217-629-7970. Just a few minutes left if you have any questions uh, related to computers, technology, otherwise. You want to do a little uh, interesting reading down the rabbit hole today of, uh, of cool stuff, of course. Um, all of us here probably played it. It's Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. If you go out to, uh, to Twitter... Look up. We got somebody shaking their head. No. Yeah, that's that's Fritz. He's he's he was good with Pong. He stopped there and it didn't go any further. This is a little bit more violent than Pong. Just a tiny bit. Maybe Frogger. You play Pong. You play Pong. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the Twitter handle at noob d e uh, wrote a whole long thread about how they developed because it's the 30th year, uh, 30 year anniversary for Mortal Kombat. And shares a bunch of stories, including videos of them uh, shooting the the with a live action person, Scorpion, and how they developed cool. some of his moves. Are you talking the about whole, the movie or the game? The game, the okay. actual. If if you remember the very first video game, like how those yeah. those it's not computer generated. They had really pe- real people in studios doing them when motion capture was garbage. And they were first learning how to do it, uh, but shows them figuring out how to do the get over here spear move, all that kind cool. of stuff. And it, it's just neat. Uh, he was the co-creator of Mortal Kombat. Uh, Ed Boone is the gentleman's name, but at Noob De is his uh, his Twitter handle. But he puts a whole long thread talking about how they did it all. And it, I mean, it's, it's cool just, to watch. It's your basic fighting game, one v one fighting game. But uh, I'm, it's one of the more well known ones. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. The fact that the moves are more flawless than they would be in other games. That and 30 years ago, figuring it out because that was the first, I think that was really the first big fighting game where you saw more fluid movement and it wasn't, the people looked more realistic. So people like flocked to it more than they would any of the other games. Exactly. I mean, it's still, I think it was uh, either last year or the year before they had that new movie that they released for it. I mean, yeah, it's definitely, it's a game that is still going very strong. It still has a very popular fan base to it. I haven't played it since probably junior high, which is, I think too young to <laughs> play it, but I can't remember the last time I played it. It's yeah, been it's been, it's been a, a minute. Yeah, I forgot about the movie too. <laughs> yep, I didn't want to see that. I haven't seen it yet, but I yeah, I got a lot of really good reviews. So this is uh, another interesting one, and we've talked about these over time. The deep fake stuff. Yep. This one, uh, somebody used deep fake voice technology to get a banker in the United Arab Emirates to transfer thirty five million dollars <laughs> out. Wow. What? Whoa. Criminals use deep uh, voice technology to simulate the voice of the director of the bank. Um, so when the, the person got on the, the, the person answered the phone at the bank, it sounded just like their director. He said, do these things. And when they moved the money, yeah, it was a total scam. UAE's not now got the U.S. involved, FBI in that because they have more practice. So with I wonder those if things. they did like a voice modulator, which a lot of the time those can be uh, reversed so you could figure out the actual voice of the person who did it. Or if they did like deep fake stuff, which is you have a collection of speeches or phone calls that this gentleman has made. So you have, you know, a plethora of words that he has said in different phrases, different tones, and you're able to piece them together to make a coherent sentence that sounds legit, sounds reasonable. He calls and says, hey, I need you to transfer $35 million. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like a robot. It doesn't sound like you can usually tell when somebody is like, if their text is messed yeah. up or something. Well, you think there would be some more codes too that he'd have to say in order to transfer that kind of money? And you maybe know, they, pro- I mean, protocols. If, I guess yeah, they've got. We talked about that uh, high school student who had four years that he had access True. to the school's network. So I mean, he, depending on how long they, if they bugged this guy's phone and they were able to 
have you know terabytes wow. of audio of him saying everything that he needed to say and then he just made one phone call to transfer ten dollars and he said that special code or whatever and then boom you got it you can transfer 35 million dollars now yep wow uh, this is another one i'll be curious if it if it has happened in the u.s as well um even I don't know if Illinois has many of them. Seven uh, Eleven. Yeah, they got in trouble over in Australia for having their customers fill out surveys in the uh, stores on a little tablet. Well, the tablet was also taking their picture yeah. without disclosing it. Using uh, they facial were recognition. Seven hundred stores oh. captured customers' facial images at two points during the survey when the individual first engaged with the tablet and after they completed it. The Office of Australian Information Commission uh, found out about it and investigated uh, the uh, uh, the deal. They said that, that facial images were stored on tablets for 20 seconds before uploading them to a secured server host in Australia within the Microsoft Azure uh, infrastructure were then uh, retained in the server as the algorithmic res uh, representation for seven days to allow 7-Eleven to identify and correct any issues. But yeah, Australia right. is like, uh, no. You, you have you, to let people know that, though. Like yeah. That's yeah. the whole caveat you, of it. Just like how yeah. Illinois has the biometric yep. laws. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Hey, guys. Um, I had, uh, had an issue with my Windows 10, and it's very weird. I just thought I would uh, just give you a little information on this because sure. i did call your store and and he was like yeah you bring it in we'll be happy to take a look at it but uh well anyway what was happening is it would map out the screen my desktop all the icons the bar at the bottom and then it would kind of go white and then it would remap the whole thing it was in a loop just kept doing the same thing so uh what I, I have two accounts on there, so I loaded in the I logged into the admin account, and it worked fine. Sounds like so, interesting. corrupt, right? Yeah, it sounds Apparently, like a, a corrupt profile or something in there. Yeah, that's what it must have been. So it, anyway, you know, so what I ended up was doing was creating a new ID and copying all my stuff over within you know the computer and. Uh, it seems to be working fine, but I mean, it's just such a weird issue. I just thought I would let you let you know about it, just for reference. No, and that, yeah, that's that's that. a great one. And, and uh, if we don't know about these issues, this is how we find out about them. Sometimes so. an update will do it. And thank you for the phone call. We're getting ready to come up to the to the end of the show here. But yeah, we've seen that occasionally. There's weird things inside somebody's profile, but you can log in under other ones or create new yep. ones, and it's perfect. But there's one thing that hangs it up. But yeah, you did it the right way. It's just make a new yeah. one, move all the stuff over you needed, and just blow that one out. Yeah, for some reason, whatever the profile list, it'll lock you out of an account because, you yeah. know, it literally, a sentence is in the wrong spot. It's supposed to be a 97 and it's a 98 or something. It's all text. That's all how all of this works. Yeah, as I was, saying, I was leaning toward video at first, but when you said it did that, then it's it's definitely something in the profile. And yeah. usually, when it just goes white like out like that, and then like resets itself, a lot of times that's the actual physical component itself. Mm -hmm. But if it's the profile list, it could very well be. Um, if you have any issues like this, or if you have any recycling, you can feel free to bring it out to us at 1832 Stevenson Drive. We will be there until 6 p.m. today. Uh, our Taylorville location is 123 West Main Cross. Our Jacksonville is 